Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This week on the Chicago Bears Review, with their big win over Green Bay under their belt, our beloved took the field on Sunday against San Francisco, looking to get to 500 and make a late push towards their first playoff berth since 2010. Could the Bears take that next step, or were they back to the drawing board? All of this plus bear up and bear down on the Week 13 Review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Yet so far away, the Bears just miscues away from a 500 record and a dog in the fight that is the NFC playoff race. What is going on, everybody? Larity back the week 13 review episode of the Chicago Bears review. And what a disappointing Sunday it ended up being. One where where Bear fans, after that huge win on the road in Lambeau, a dominant win really over Green Bay, uh, on Thanksgiving night, we get the extra day's rest. We're at home against a team that hasn't won on the road all season, a three-win team that is, you know, a, a, the term that we've used all year long, a dumpster fire of an organization from top to bottom, thinking that this was going to be another St. Louis Rams game where we come out, we put out a couple of scores in the first half and then kind of coast our way through the second. It was anything but. It was a dogfight from start to finish, and it just – it it just felt like from the beginning that there was something that was just off with the Bears. And, and I don't think it had anything to do with overconfidence or anything like that. I don't want to say that they didn't seem like they were ready. That just Something just didn't seem right with the team from the beginning. The offense couldn't establish a rhythm. Uh, you know, the defense actually played great. Right up until it was basically kind of the Minnesota game all over again, where the defense was outstanding for the first 58 minutes of the football game. And then, you know, at the end, all of a sudden, uh, you know, miscues and collapses and, and uh, miscommunications, as it would turn out on the last play uh, of overtime, uh, ended up, uh, you know, being their downfall uh, as well. And then. Obviously, special teams just, you know, it's a running theme throughout the entire uh, the entirety of the uh, knee jerk reactions. Uh, the first quarter is pretty much where we lost the game. Um, and it's just you'll hear me talk about it over and over again in the uh, knee jerk reactions. And you'll hear me talk about it again here throughout the uh, throughout the review. I mean, it was just a monumentally disappointing uh, way to respond to such a big win for the Bears over over the Packers uh you know over on Thanksgiving night and 
You know, we had everything going in our favor. You know, we, we had that big signature win, all the confidence in the world. The Bears really stepped up to win that game. They felt disrespected by the Packers because it was basically, you know, the homecoming game. Uh, you know, the Brett Favre jersey retirement night, and they could have picked anyone. They could have picked anyone to have this night against, this day uh, against, and they chose to do it against the Bears. You generally, you know, ask any high school team, any f uh, college team or whatever, you schedule your homecoming game against the team that you are supremely confident that you're going to win against. The Bears took issue with that. They went out, they responded, and they beat Green Bay handily. You know, on the scoreboard, it reads close, but on the game, on the field, the Bears were the better team uh, that night, bar none. And then, you know, the most disappointing part is you hear me talk about it in the knee-jerk reactions as well. Another running theme that over and over again I said, when you are playing a team that's better than you, you're going to win the game by making mistake by, by making your opponent make mistakes, or more importantly, capitalizing on those mistakes. The Bears did that against Green Bay. They forced two turnovers in that game, the Eddie Lacy fumble, the Aaron Rodgers interception late in the game, um, you know, and were able to capitalize on those mistakes, especially the, the fumble from Lacy that turned into a touchdown uh, for the Bears. Uh, and this time around, it was the Bears' mistakes, the Bears being the better team in this one, San Francisco the team that needed the help, and the Bears pretty much gave them that help at every turn in the football game. Robbie Gold missed field goals, the pick six uh, from Jay, uh, the blown coverages at the end of the game, the first one allowing the, the Blaine Gabbert touchdown run, the second one allowing the touchdown pass, uh, at the end of the game in, in overtime, uh, you know, just any time that San Francisco needed that little push, there really wasn't anything that San Francisco did to earn it other than capitalizing on a mistake the Bears made because it wasn't something that, that San Francisco necessarily went out and, and pushed for and earned. It was more being opportunistic at the right time. And you got to give credit to San Francisco for doing that. And, you know, the Bears didn't – the San Francisco – but the, what, you, what you have to say at the same time is San Francisco didn't win this game so much as the Bears lost it. They lost it. They had many opportunities in this game to put them away. To, to, they could have done it early. They could have done it late. And they didn't do it. They did not do it. Every chance that they had – and we had a chance to win the game at the end, literally at the end of the freaking game – we had a chance to win it, and we didn't do it. So, you know, right now we should be talking about, boy, the Bears got away with one. They got away with one with that field goal at the end with Robbie Gold. You know, give credit to Deontay Thompson. Give credit to the Bears uh, for putting a field goal up on the board. San Francisco served that one up for us, and thank God we were able to, to capitalize and get out of town, uh, you know, with a victory. But instead, Robbie missed the field goal. We go to overtime. Gabbert to Torrey Smith, 71 yards, ball game. And just like that, the Bears go from being 6-6 six and six and just a game outside of the wild card to being 5-7, 11th in the NFC playoff race 
with a 2-6 and six conference record, mind you. That was what made it more important that the Bears get this victory was that we are awful. Our record against conference teams is abysmal this year. Okay, Granted, half those losses were in the first three weeks of the season against Green Bay, Arizona, and Seattle. But, you know, since then, we lost to Detroit, a game we should have won. We lost to Minnesota, a game we should have won. Uh, you know, and it's just so this is the first game that we're favored in all season against the San Francisco 49ers at home. We, we, we do everything wrong. And the spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. And still have a chance to win at the end. That's how bad a football team San Francisco is. We made every mistake we possibly could to lose the game, and we still should have won. But instead, you know, it just uh, it didn't work out, and it's uh, monumentally disappointing. So let's... Let's get on to these uh, knee-jerk reactions because, like I said, there's a theme. And pretty much from the beginning, I'm, I was saying that, uh, you know, the, 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 what I've been saying for the last couple of minutes here, which is that San Francisco wasn't, didn't win the game so much as the Bears lost it. And it did begin in the first quarter. Knee-jerk reaction to the first quarter of the Bears and the 49ers. And two mistakes in the first quarter by the Bears, keeping this from being one of the most solid starting quarters of the season. Uh, after a really fantastic starting three and out by the defense, uh, the Bears actually return a punt for a touchdown. They, they pull the trick play where they make, they, make the, um, they make the punt team think the ball's going to one receiver, and the other receiver gets it, takes it in for a touchdown. Uh, Bryce Callahan, of all people, that second uh, returner that ran it in for the touchdown, but Leroy Reynolds with a holding penalty, and after the replay, a useless, unnecessary holding penalty uh, cost the Bears the touchdown. The Bears end up taking the football in and, and making it a field goal. They add a second field goal a few moments later by Robbie Gold, who's two for two so far in the football game. That was the first mistake. The second being a pick six by Jay Cutler, uh, to Jimmy Ward, uh, took it in from about 35 yards out to make the score tied at six. Eddie Goldman blocked the extra point. Um, it wasn't a bad throw on, on Cutler's part. It was actually a pretty decent play by Jimmy Ward, who jumped one of those wide receiver bubble screens. Kind of read it from the beginning, took the shot, made the right call picked it off, ran it in for the for the touchdown, and so far that's uh, that's it. That's the only thing, the only reason the 49ers are in the game is because of the Bears' mistakes. That's one the one thing that I said the Bears had to avoid beating themselves because the 49ers aren't good enough to beat the Bears, and that's just 
that's just fact. And uh, it's the you know the, the the first time all season we're playing a team that everybody considers to be inferior to the Bears, which has been hard to come by this year considering our schedule and such. And you know this is what I said the Bears had to avoid was beating themselves. And so far, that's why it's a tie ball game instead of, you know, 10 to 10 to nothing or, you know, 13 to nothing, whatever the score may be. We should have at least 10 points on the board right now. And instead, it's only a six to six uh, ball game. But as we go into the second quarter, the Bears have the football and are, uh, Moving it into 49ers territory, where they've run about a dozen or so plays on San Francisco's half of the 50, and the 49ers have five total yards of offense. That's how great the defense has been uh, thus far. But as we start the second quarter, Bears have the football in San Francisco territory. Two things we need to talk about real quick in there. Number one, um, it wasn't the best throw from Jay on that screen. Number two, Josh Bellamy actually missed the block on Jimmy Ward that would have prevented uh, the interception. Going back and looking at it, Josh Bellamy missed the block. Jimmy Ward came right through, picked off the football, and was untouched uh, for the touchdown. That's the first thing. The second being that um, uh, it's that, number one, that special teams play just – Oh, man, what an Achilles heel that unit has been for this team all season long. I mean, really, I mean, it just it makes you long for the lovey Angelo days when we were number one in special teams uh, in the league, uh, no matter what. I mean, just how good a football team, how improved would our record be if not for the special teams unit and the deficiencies that we've had there uh, the last couple of years, pretty much since lovey left town. I mean. Wow, just you know, we 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 serve up that that trick play, the Johnny Knox play, if you will. Uh, it works pretty much to perfection. Bryce Callahan had to make a couple of moves, but for the most part, he ran it in untouched. The play worked the way that it was supposed to. The Bears are on the board. We've got a punt return. You know, we're going to put the defense back out on the field when they suffocated San Francisco three and out the first time around, and instead. A useless, unnecessary, stupid holding penalty on the part of Leroy Reynolds. The his blocker wasn't wasn't a threat to make the play. Bryce Callahan made a move on him, and he was never going to uh, be a factor in it. But instead, uh, Reynolds decides to to grab the guy around the wrist and pull him, pull him towards him as is as if to, to to get him away from from Callahan. You see why. But in the end, you just you're sitting there, you're wondering why. What the hell were you thinking, making that uh, you know that play, trying to make that pulling on the guy like that, making it just so easy for the refs to throw a flag? And you know, then again, the last thing that I mentioned that was the the second thing that I wanted to talk about. The Bears ran a dozen or so plays in San Francisco's half of the field in the first quarter alone, and only came away with six points. Again, speaking to the whole not being able to finish drives and putting them uh, into the end zone. So, I mean, those are s- s- some serious things that we need to work on uh, going forward because that will be, you know, the difference not only for the remainder of this season but going forward. If we continue to struggle in the red zone and in those areas, that, uh, you know, that's the reason that those are going to be the difference 
uh, and, and why we lose football games. Struggling on special teams and not being able to finish drives when you're in when you're on a short field. You know, the starting the Bears started both of those drives in the first quarter uh, on the San Francisco side of the field. And it's just, um, you know, they have to be better. They absolutely have to be better. But those miscues right there, the points. And like I said, you'll hear me talk about the punt return. you hear me talk about the pick six. And then later on, we'll talk about Robbie Gold's field goals and everything. Each one of them, you know, the point swings right there. Should have been seven points on the board right off the bat with the punt return. But instead, we had to settle for a field goal. Uh, so twice we had an opportunity to put points uh, to put points, to big points, to touchdowns on the board, and we don't. So instead of seven, we walk away with three. That's four points that we missed out on on that very first drive with the with the punt return. That four points, that would be the ball game in regulation right then and there. Boom, right there. That's it. The pick six, if Josh Bellamy misses that, makes that block, um, you know, Jay makes a better bit of a better throw. The pick six never happens. That's six points San Francisco doesn't get right there. There's the game in regulation. It's probably not even a ball game after that. So, you know, those mean just the first quarter right there is where the Bears started to lose the game right off the bat. And like I said, the offense never got into a rhythm uh, off, you know, just never really got got it going uh, like they did against uh, uh, Green Bay. We didn't always kind of come with points uh, against Green Bay last week, but they always kind of had – this rhythm, like the, the you know, the, the the offense was cooking in one way or another, you know, dominating time of possession, moving the chains, getting that clock rolling, keeping the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, uh, and so on. Somehow, somehow, we we had over 37 minutes time of possession in this ball game, and we still lost. This just it says a lot. It really does, and, and none of it's good. None of it is good. But uh, you know, in the second quarter. Uh, the Bears uh, were able to actually take that drive that they ended the first quarter with, put it into the end zone, but San Francisco countered with a touchdown of their own. Knee-jerk reaction to the second quarter of the Bears and the 49ers. And, um, uh, well, you know, the Bears took that uh, – the drive that we had finishing up the first quarter into the end zone, a five-yard run from Matt Forte, put the Bears up 13-6. to And then actually the 49ers with their best drive of the football game, actually their only real drive uh, of the game, 80 yards and about 10 plays or so, and a one-yard touchdown run from Sean Drone uh, on it to, uh, to tie it up at 13 and that's pretty much where we've been uh, since then. Uh, it was a pretty lengthy drive by the 49ers, only about about five and a half, maybe six minutes left in the quarter uh, after that. And uh, the Bears and the 49ers have kind of traded punts uh, from there. Uh, as I said during the first quarter knee-jerk reaction, the only thing that's got San Francisco in this game right now are the Bears' miscues. And that was the one thing that uh, that I said that the Bears could not afford in this game was for a team that's that you're better than. When you are better than the other team, the only thing that's going to keep them in it is your mistakes. And so far, uh, the holding penalty on Leroy Reynolds that brought the uh, the punt return touchdown uh, back and the uh, the pick six for uh, for Jay Cutler uh, on that one where Jimmy Ward uh, jumped the route on the bubble screen and took it in. Those two those two mistakes right there took points off the board 
for the Bears, put points on the board for San Francisco. That's the only reason we're tied at 13 uh, right now. At the very least, the Bears should have about uh, three or four more points on the board than they do uh, at the moment. But uh, it's tied at 13. The Bears start with the football in the second half, and uh, we'll see how things go from there. Instead, we move into the third quarter where the Bears have not scored a touchdown all season. Unfortunately, a trend that continued once again. But unfortunately, uh, this is where the game started to fall apart for the Bears. I mean, defensively, it was a mirror image of the first quarter where the Bears had over 100 yards total offense. San Francisco had four, four yards of offense, uh, I think, uh, just moments before uh, the quarter ended. They showed a graphic where San Francisco had five yards of offense in the first quarter, four yards of offense in the third, and yet were tied at 13, which is just it was just mind-boggling uh, to me that we could have you know we could have a, an advantage of over a hundred plus yards of total offense. Probably had nine minutes total, you know, time of possession, whatever the case may have been, and yet we're 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 in a dogfight of a football game tied at 13 uh, at the end of the third quarter. Knee-jerk reaction to the third quarter of the Bears and the 49ers, and I got to admit, I'm getting nervous at this point. It's still 13-13. to 13. Uh, The Bears blew an opportunity to take the lead uh, with a uh, Robbie Gold field goal from 40 yards out. He hooked it wide left, and that was pretty much as close as the Bears got in this uh, third quarter. They dominated the quarter. Uh, over 100 yards of total offense for the Bears in the quarter. The 49ers finished, I think, with with less than 10. They were showing a graphic when the, when the 49ers started this last drive that ended the third quarter. They had four yards of total offense in the third quarter, and yet they're tied at 13. And again, it's those miscues, the holding penalty on the punt return for the touchdown, and also the pick six, all in the first quarter, uh, mind you, putting points on the board for the 49ers, taking points away for the Bears. And uh, uh, we're headed into the fourth quarter here, and um, we'll see how this turns out. Never like it when you can go back and listen and hear the self-doubt kind of creeping in there. Isn't it just isn't it sad? So that was miscue number three. Robbie Gold's missed field goal right there. Just that if he just makes that one right there, the Bears win the game. Period. They they win twenty three to twenty. Uh, you know, after even after you know Gabbert scores the the the, the, the touchdown in the fourth quarter there, uh, you know, the Bears are fielding an onside kick to try to hold off the 49ers as opposed to uh, trying to drive the length of the field and, and uh, you know, win the game uh, before the end of regulation. It just, you know, miscue number three on, on the part of, of the Bears and, uh, you know, just don't know what the situation was with either of the kicks that Robbie missed because he missed another one, obviously, in, in the fourth quarter. We'll get to that here in, in just a moment. But, uh, you know, dominant once again in the quarter. Dominated time of possession. Dominated on defense. We allowed, you know, maybe 10 yards of total offense in the third quarter. You know, we've sacked Gabbert, uh, you know, a few times uh, in the game. They can't run the football. Uh, they're not moving the chains. They're just not. And uh, instead, you know, we should be running away with the game at this point. And uh, instead, the offense can't get any traction. Uh, we're not. It's like we're moving the football where we can't finish. We can't close. And you know, the one op- scoring opportunity that the Bears afforded themselves 
once again, we can't close. We miss the field goal and give the ball back to San Francisco. No harm, no foul. And uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, in the fourth quarter, you know, the Bears were able to put a touchdown on the board. But once again, they give up another one as well. Knee-jerk reaction to the fourth quarter, the Bears and the 49ers. And... Um Actually, right now, I should be elated. I should be happy. Uh, you know, I should be kind of like uh, when the when what's his name missed the field goal at Kansas City. Bears win, baby! But instead, Robbie Gold misses his second field goal of the second half as time expires. Would have given the Bears a twenty-three to twenty victory. Instead, we are headed to overtime right now, uh, tied at twenty. Uh, right now, the the Bears were able to um, take the football deep and uh, you know put the ball in the end zone. A Kadeem Carey four-yard touchdown run with about three and a half minutes to go in the game. Then the 49ers come back. And Blaine Gabbard, of all people, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, uh, breaks the pocket and scrambles a little bit and decides to just keep going because nobody tackles him. And 44 yards later, he's in the end zone. And we are tied at 20 with a minute to go in the football game, minute 40. Only that's not the best part. Here's the best part. The Bears, for the first time all year, get an outstanding return on the kick return. Uh, Is it Dante or Deontay Thompson, one of the two that replaced Mariani as our kickoff returner, breaks one for 75 yards, gets it deep into San Francisco territory. The Bears drive it down to about the 17, 18-yard line. Uh, The San Francisco 40s are all out of timeouts. Even on the very last play on offense, uh, what we did was we ran it. Uh, we did that thing where, where Cutler takes the snap, runs to the middle of the field, and then kneels on it. And we drive the ball all the way down to two seconds, call our last time out, and then uh, I don't know what the hell happened. Gold hooked that thing like you would not believe. It never had a chance. It wasn't even one of those where it hooked the last second or it hit the upright or anything like that. Nope, he hooked it left. It never had a chance. So we're going to overtime. Uh, San Francisco is starting with the football i got a funny feeling about this one and the funny feeling was it's basically it's it's written in the cards it's it's just not going to happen today four major miscues any one of those miscues is avoided the bears win the game you know that's that's the football team that we're playing against on sunday it took all of those mistakes and we still had a chance to win we still should have won the football game. And like that's that's my my argument for saying San Francisco didn't win the game. The Bears lost it because it was the Bears' mistakes, none of which would, were aside from the pick six, of course, none of which were forced by San Francisco. You know, these were all self-inflicted wounds that the Bears gave themselves on Sundays. The only reason that a team of the caliber of San Francisco was still in it at the end of the football game and had a chance to win it uh, in overtime, which unfortunately they did. Uh, we'll play that knee-jerk reaction here in just a minute. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, that's what's so disappointing about it, was that even though we couldn't stop stepping on our – tripping over ourselves all day on Sunday, even though the Bears couldn't stop doing it, if any one of those miscues is avoided – if we avoid the pick six, if we don't hold on the kickoff return, if Robbie Gold makes one of the two field goals that he misses, 
The Bears still win the game. We still win. But instead, we go into overtime. We stomp San Francisco in the ground on the first drive. We do nothing with the football on our only offensive uh, opportunity in overtime. And then the rails, we, the, we go off the rails in the uh, – in the fourth, in the in the overtime, uh, uh, period, you know, it, it just, um, you know, it was really disappointing. It was just, uh, oh man, it was just so disappointing. Knee <laughs> jerk reaction to the Bears and the Forty ers in overtime, and um, oh look at that! First regular season win in Chicago since nineteen seventy four. As the uh, 49ers uh, use Torrey Smith for the one thing that he was good for in Baltimore, uh, that is the deep ball. Looks like we had a little breakdown in coverage there as Blaine Gabbert hits Torrey Smith for 71 yards and the game-winning touchdown as the Bears now fall to 1-5 at Soldier Field uh, this year. Uh, we get uh, Washington next week, who I uh, don't think has won our road game since. So, of course, they'll win then. And then we have Detroit uh, Week 17 to round out the uh, the home schedule. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> first game that we're favored to win all season. And uh, we lose to a team. And, again, like I said, I've been saying this since the first quarter. When you're playing a team that's better than you, like the Bears did last week against Green Bay. It's their mistakes. You you capitalize on their mistakes or if you know, you can't beat yourself. And that's what the Bears did today. Uh you know, again, beating a dead horse here, getting the the punt return uh flag that brought the touchdown back. Um Robbie Gold missing two field goals today. Uh the the pick six uh early in the first quarter. Right there. I mean, that's there's your difference right there. All miscues by the Bears. Nothing that the 49ers did. Not taking anything away from them in overtime. They won it straight up uh, in overtime. But, uh, you know, the fact that we got to overtime, it should have never gotten to overtime, quite frankly. It, it should never have. Uh, Robbie Gold makes one of those two field goals. The Bears win the football game. If there's no pick six, the Bears win the football game. If there's no holding penalty on the damn punt return, there's no there's no overtime, and the Bears win the game. So, uh, again, it, it wasn't, um, you know, it was the one thing that I feared. It would be one thing if San Francisco came in and the Bears just didn't play well and, you know, they, 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 they beat the Bears, but instead it was the worst part where the Bears, clearly the best team, it's statistically across the board, you're going to see the Bears won basically everywhere in, you know, first downs, third down conversions, uh, total offense, total, you know, defense had only given up 220 yards of total offense going into overtime uh, and everything. It's going to be the miscues. Uh, there was only one turnover in this football game and it was the pick six for Jimmy Ward that scored the touchdown for San Francisco that was it the one thing the Bears needed to avoid was beating themselves and that's all they did today that's the only reason San Francisco was able to hang in there and win this game the Bears fall to five and seven and I think unless we can win out that pretty much eliminates any more talk of playoffs and that was me just being optimistic there at the end the playoff dream is 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 over uh even if the bears do win out and go nine to nine and seven uh obviously that will give us a much better conference record but we're already two and six uh against the conference right now and even if we we win out 
will be six and six and you know i i just don't think that's going to be good enough uh to make it even at nine and seven uh you know it just it won't be good enough i just don't think so with the the conference record somebody will have a better conference record uh than us i i believe so i mean like i said right now we're the we're the lowest five and seven team uh, in the NFC right now. Number 11 is where our playoff spot is. We're two games back of Seattle, who is at seven and five in the sixth and final wild card spot. And of course, we lost our head to head matchup against uh, Seattle earlier this year. So God forbid we should manage to be in a tie position with them they win the head-to-head uh, uh, tiebreaker and such so um you know granted playoffs was not really the goal this year i mean it's the goal every year you want to make the playoffs it's you know like herm edwards says you you play to win the game and that's certainly what the bears have been trying to do from the beginning it's just that the expectations the uh the goals and such you know, we're, what we were asking for from the beginning. We want the Bears to be competitive. We want them in every game. We want them showing heart. We want to see improvement on the field if we're not going to see it in the win-loss uh, column. And for the most part, that's what we've gotten. It's been a success this season as far as that goes. Our Bears have been in every single game since the Seattle game. Since being since being shut out twenty six to nothing week three, the Bears have been in every single game since then. Aside from the St. Louis game, of course, which was an easy happy Sunday for us Bear fans, but um, you know it's been a competitive down to the wire thing with every other game since then, which has been really fun to watch, if nothing else. And you know after that suck fest of a season in twenty fourteen, where the rest of us were praying for death at the end of the year it's just like jesus christ this scene is just so awful everything about it was just terrible this year has been a breath of fresh air compared to that it's just disappointing that the bears have had three chances so far three chances in this season to hit 500 they could have been three and three with the win over detroit a victory we should have had we could have been five and five if we had beaten Denver, another win that we should have had, and we should have been six and six after this game against San Francisco, and you know it just speaks to to one thing, one thing that's most evident about this team this year: we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet to take that next big step. Uh, we got the the win against Green Bay; that's a huge step in the right direction. But as far as taking that big step, to establish ourselves in the NFC and, you know, be a team that needs to be reckoned with, that's more an argument to be made in 2016 than it is this year. I mean, that I think that's the one thing that we can take away from the fact that so far in this season, we've had three opportunities to be a 500 football team in control of our own destiny, and all three times we faltered and in games that we should have won. We should have beaten Detroit. We should have beaten Denver. We should have won this game uh, as well. So, you know, uh, what's the saying that uh, Mean Gene Okerlund back in the day is like close is only close only matters matters in horseshoes and hand grenades, and of course, football doesn't fall into that category. So, you know, whether you say you barely won, you know, some people like to say that. Yeah, they won barely. Who cares about barely? They won. That's all that matters. There's no barely column 
uh, you know, in, in win-losses. There's wins, losses, and ties. There's no barely won or barely lost. You either won or you didn't, and unfortunately, the Bears didn't. They should have, but they didn't. We should be three games better than we are, but we're not. So that's just the them's, – them's the breaks, kids. So uh, we head into this game with the Washington Redskins uh, on Sunday. Looking forward to that one. It's another home game. Uh, see if we can't get our second home game. And a stat that was that was brought up this week that actually kind of makes me sick is that um, the Bears, since their back-to-back home wins against uh, Minnesota and Tampa Bay in like weeks 12 and 13 last year, whatever it was, and uh, at some point, in the, it was in November of last year, back-to-back wins, one over San Francisco, then again, or excuse me, Minnesota, then Tampa Bay, and then we went on that five-game losing streak to finish out the year uh, last year. But um, since those two victories, the Bears are three and like three and fourteen, three and thirteen, or something like that at home since then. So we we lost the last you know one or two home games. After that, we were two and six at home last year and we're one in five in soldier field now granted those losses green bay arizona minnesota uh denver it's a tough home schedule but san francisco being one of those no that's unacceptable we got uh we got washington and detroit our last two home games uh for the season we need to finish the home schedule three and five. Okay. We were two and six last year. It's not difficult to, to improve upon two and six, but we're going to make a run for it uh, this year. We're one and five right now, and we need to win our last two home games against Washington and Detroit to make that better. You know, but we are, we are four and two on the road this year, which is great. A fantastic building block. You know, we've only lost on the road at Seattle and Detroit. We've won everywhere else. You know, we've won in San Diego. We've won at uh, Kansas City. We've won at St. Louis. We've won at Green Bay. Those are also tough places to win football games. We're 4-2 and two on the road. That's outstanding. You know, that's what, that's what good teams hope for at this point in the season, to be able to say they're 4-2 and two, uh, on the road. But you got to defend your home turf, and right now the Bears – aren't doing that and haven't done that in the last couple of seasons. So that speaks to uh, big time why it is the Bears have uh, struggled as uh, we're not getting it done at home. You know, the, the, the season ticket holders not definitely not getting their, their money's worth as far as wins, and, wins uh, are concerned. Uh, at least this year the games have been interesting, but we've been losing them. So anyway, it's a shoulda, coulda, woulda thing. Shoulda won. We didn't. Any one of those miscues not taking place, the Bears win. If Robbie Gold makes one of makes just one of the two field goals he misses, it's enough to win the game. We uh, Josh Bellamy makes his block and there's no pick six. The Bears win the game. Uh, Leroy Reynolds just lets Bryce Callahan do his thing and make a move on the guy that was never going to tackle him anyway. Bears win the game. So. Yeah, so obviously, you know, the Bears know this and, uh, you know, are, are taking the steps to correct it, are going to be at home against Washington uh, on Sunday, a team that also 
sucks on the road. All five of Washington's victories this year at home in Washington. So they are they are uh, polar opposites of the Bears. Where the Bears are getting it done on the road and crapping the bed at home, the uh, the the Washington Redskins are are getting it done at home and crapping the bed on the road. So uh, we'll see which one of, one of these things is going to have to come to a head. You know, the Bears are one and five at home. Our lone victory coming week four against the Raiders. Um, and uh, the Redskins are o and well, they're five and two at uh, five and two at home. So they're o and five on the road. They haven't won a game on the road yet. So one of these things, one something's got to give here, and we'll see what that is. Um, come Sunday, and um, hoping to get uh, Mike Harar from Hogshaven dot com. Got confirmation uh, from him that he was uh, going to come back on the show. Um, but we've had to change the time uh, of the interview, and hopefully, it's something that we can both make it. Uh, we can make that uh, work. So, waiting back to hear from him on when we can uh, rearrange a, a new time to uh, talk. But uh, hopefully, we'll have Mike back on the show to preview this game uh, between the Bears and the uh, Redskins. Interesting matchup between two five and seven teams, and most interesting considering that the Redskins are still in first place in the NFC East despite their 5 and second 7 record. So, you know, it's uh it'll be interesting cuz the Redskins definitely have a lot to play for. They're still playing for a division crown. The Bears have a slight prayer about trying to uh make the playoffs and uh a victory over the Redskins will be a big help to uh to try to make that happen. So, We'll have to wait and see what goes on there. So that's going to do it for the Week 13 review. Uh, the Bears and the 49ers will close the book on this one, and we'll, we'll move on uh, to the next. But before we do, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment to close out the show, Bear Up, Bear Down. All right, uh, now to move on to the Bear Up, Bear Down segment. And actually, before we do that, I have some news. I have an announcement to make, something that uh, I've been wanting to do for a while but haven't really had anything to do it with. And I've kind of always wanted to have a, a giveaway or a contest of some kind uh, with you guys. And um, I, I'm going to post this on the Chicago Bears review page uh, on Facebook, so be sure to go and uh, and check this out. I, I'm gonna have a contest with you guys. Somebody's gonna have to earn this if you want it, of course. Um, I, um, I, as you guys uh, may or may not have noticed, I have a brand new logo uh, for the show uh, this year. I actually designed it during the NFL draft um, when I was, uh, you know, uh, when I first started uh, talking with the Football is America guys and seeing all of the, the the people that they were talking to from SB Nation the one thing that I noticed as a as a graphic designer that I you know the amateur graphic designer that I am the one thing that I noticed was that every one of the SB Nation pages they had a a crest a shield if you will uh you know as a logo for their 
for their page. And, and going there and looking at that, all I could think to myself was, I want a crest. So I designed myself one, and it is the uh, the logo that I am extremely happy with, so much to the point where I had posters made of the uh, of the logo. I had two styles uh, made. One was a, a mesh uh, type pattern that kind of looks like it's a, a patch on on a jersey. Uh, the other one is just a you know it's basically the same logo but just you know flat, no texture uh, to the colors or anything like that. I have two of these uh, to give away, and what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to make you guys earn this and help the show at the same time. So it's it's a win-win. It's a win for you, a win for me at the same time. Uh, what we're going to ask you to do is, uh, you know, you're gonna sh- you're gonna tell the world about the Chicago Bears review. You're going to. Number one, you got to follow me on Twitter so that I can receive your notifications and things like that. Um, you got to follow me and and uh, you know retweet the show, favorite the show, um, share it on Facebook, uh, that kind of thing. Any type of way that you get out there, if it gets back to me, that's points for you. Over the last four weeks of the season, the last quarter of the year, Washington, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Detroit. If you share the episode. Uh, the information you get it out there one way or the other that's going to earn you points towards uh getting the poster and whoever has the most points after after the season is over once the season is over let's say through the uh review episode week 17 for detroit after so we got eight episodes left we got two for each of our last four games eight episodes Whoever has the most points after those eight episodes, the winner will be announced on the year. Or the winners, I should say, winners will be announced at the year of in review uh, episode at the end of the year, where we may or may not have Jeff Dickerson on the show. We might have Ron Rugg uh, back on the show, who is a Bears fan. Uh, you know, from Football is America. Have them. Maybe we'll have them both on the show. Just have a big blowout at the end, just to get multiple perspectives uh, as we close out the year. Whoever our winners are at the end of the year, that's where we're going to announce them. So starting with the with the preview episode later this week, okay, if anybody, you guys want to get warm up and start on this episode, knock yourselves right the hell out, okay? But it begins with the week 14 preview episode for the Redskins, and we'll go through the week 17 review episode of the, the Chicago Bears review with the Lions and the Bears to close out the year. So you got eight episodes to make an impact. Get me shared, get the show out there, promote that, you'll get points. I haven't quite decided what's going to get what points. I'll figure that out. But, you know, you have the points at the end of the year. You win the poster anywhere in the world because I know I got people overseas in, you know, in the U.K., in Italy, Ireland, wherever you guys are, um, promote it. You share it with me, you share it with the world, and if I find out about it, that's points in your total you could be going towards uh you know winning yourselves uh, a chicago bear review poster designed by yours truly so you know get that done you got eight episodes to get to it and uh you know if you want the poster it's uh it's available for you i actually will uh make an official announcement on the chicago bears review page later on today and show you what you're playing for show you the actual posters uh, themselves. So I'll show you the actual uh, JPEG images that were used to print out the posters, and then maybe I'll take a picture with my phone to show you 
the physical actual posters that I have here uh, in my house uh, uh, with me. So that's the contest. It is a Chicago Bears review poster giveaway. And you have eight episodes starting with the week 14 preview episode with the Redskins uh, all the way through the review episode with the Bears and the Lions week 17. Those eight episodes, who's going to go out there and put the points up? Who's going who's gonna to get the word out on the show? Let the world know that Chicago Bears Review is out here. And if you're not listening to this show, you're missing out, period. You know. So who's going to do it? Who's going to win these posters? So go out and, uh, and get it done. And let's have some, last, let's have some fun with the last four weeks uh, of the season and you get yourself a cool poster uh, in the process. So as we move on here to our bear up and bear downs, um, you know, I think the uh, the Bear Downs are are, are uh, obvious. And it was a unanimous choice among those because I uh, asked for your suggestions. I uh, wasn't able to get the show out yesterday, so I used the time to get your guys' take on who should be our Bear Up, Bear Down uh, recipients. And, um, you know, Eric McCubbin, Barry Hodgson. Let's see. We got some on Twitter uh clark Earhart also uh across the board robbie gold uh all getting votes there uh for bear ups eric like uh willie young eddie goldman forte langford carry deontay thompson uh bear downs to fox and gase for being too conservative and robbie gold with the kick uh elliot haynes wants to give one to mcphee pernell mcphee oh, we'll talk about that um and then Barry Hodgson, obviously bear down with Robbie Gold and agrees with Eric on his nominations for bear ups. Also nominated Jay for bear down uh, for the pick six. So I also think we had a vote in there. Uh, Josh Fulber on the Chicago Bears review page. Forte, uh, bear up to the defense, bear up to Alshon Jeffrey, bear down to Robbie Gold. John Fox, too conservative, bear down to Adam Gase for calling a conservative game. And then he said bear down to the offensive line for the holding penalty. So also bear down to Jay Cutler. So I think, uh, yeah, so the Chicago Bears Review Nation has spoken. Bear down. Robbie Gold. Oh, Robbie. You had a stretch there earlier in the season, just a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact. You had three missed field goals uh, in a row. Um, that kind of carried over the span of two football games. Stock your, got yourself out of that slump. Uh, but then just, you know, it, it rears its ugly head once again at the worst possible time. You make one of those two field goals, the Bears win the game, you know, and we're talking about how the Bears got away with one where they played bad enough to lose but still managed to win because they're playing a crappy team. But instead, we're having the conversation where, yeah, the Bears pretty much sucked their way to a loss. They, they snatched defeat from the hands of victory over and over again uh, in the game, and Robbie Gold is a big contributor uh, to that uh, bear down to Jay Cutler you know wasn't necessarily 100% his fault that the pick six took place but three pick sixes in one season is uh, let's just say three too many especially uh, for this uh, football team when uh, we have such difficult time scoring touchdowns uh, for you to be giving touchdowns away is uh, extremely detrimental uh, to the team and then bear down to Leroy Reynolds. Nobody nominated him. Uh, so I got to go ahead and put Leroy Reynolds' name down. That holding penalty, 
You know, if you want to just boil it down to one mistake, that one cost us as well. So you know the, the the these guys these are the the guys that that look that costs the game. Jay throws the pick six. Robbie Gold misses two field goals, one of which would have won us the game. And Leroy Reynolds, the points that we lost on that holding penalty, the four point difference there would have been enough to win us the game as well. So those are the three guys that cost us the game. Those are the three guys that are responsible for the bear down. Uh, not going to give one uh, to the secondary. Uh, you know, I'm not going to give a bear up to the defense, you know, because of what happened. And, you know, same thing, kind of like the uh, the the Minnesota game, if you will. The defense played great for the 58 minutes, but those last two minutes is what really killed us. The those last two drives, I should say, um, not so much the the time, but the drives uh, is what killed us. The the 44 yard run uh, from Gabbert's just the just blown. I don't know what the hell happened there. And then the you know the the miscommunication the miscue the the uh, on the uh, on the touchdown to Tory Smith, you know it just uh, so it kind of uh, reverses or um, you know cancels itself out uh, the way you know the, the 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 especially the weight that those two last two drives carried against it basically negated everything the defense did because up until those those last two drives for San Francisco. The offense basically did what you expect from them. They got basically one one decent drive uh, in the game, and the rest was kind of uh, you know just you know what 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 their offense is good for. Because one of the things that Ron and I talked about was that this team was allergic to scoring points, and instead you know the Bears give up uh, you know those points there and 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 kind of blow the game. Um, so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to condemn the defense, but I'm not going to praise them uh, either because at the time that they needed to step up and make a play, they didn't. No turnovers, once again, no takeaways uh, in this football game. It was monumental in the victory over Green Bay last week, and it was a huge detriment for the team. They couldn't pull it off uh, this week against San Francisco. So something that definitely, definitely needs to be shored up is the defense's playmaking ability, some some ball hawking corners some you know i don't know you know we need to get some more peanut tillmans in there you know with the the peanut punches and start getting the ball knocked out and and get it on the floor on the ground uh and get after it now on to the positive side uh matt forte 120 yards total offense and a touchdown uh also a bear up to him brought a brand new baby boy into the world earlier this week so bear up to matt forte matt jr uh, being brought into the world uh, this week and his uh, his touchdown celebration uh, where he rocked the football to sleep as he would a baby, kind of an ode to his uh, newborn son. So congratulations to him on that. And, uh, you know, very decent game from him. Uh, Jeremy Langford, nearly five yards a carry uh, with the football uh, on Sunday. And then Kadeem Carey in his limited duty, giving us that three-headed monster, being our short yardage guy, the four-yard touchdown run, that gave us the lead late, 22-13. Uh, you know, carry uh, just ran the ball quite effectively uh, in his limited opportunities. Um, on the defensive side, I also have to agree with Eric once again. Uh, Eddie Goldman, Willie Young, three and a half of the Bears' four sacks came from those two guys. Eddie Goldman, two really nice sacks uh, in the game. Willie Young, one and a half. Jarvis Jenkins getting the other half sack to make the uh, – the four but Willie Young you know this was a guy that going into week six week seven week eight when the trade deadline was nearing that went in and requested a trade 
He want, he was a he's a four three defensive end. He doesn't want to play outside linebacker, but instead here we are, you know, seven, eight weeks later. He's one of our biggest playmakers, as he was a year ago. Uh ten sacks leading the team uh last year before he suffered that Achilles injury in week sixteen. Um, you know, here he is again. He's uh he's getting it done. He is absolutely getting it done uh on the defensive side. And Eddie Goldman, second round pick, um, you know. He's uh he's doing good. He's doing great. And then finally, the last bear up, uh, Deontay Thompson, seventy five yards. Uh, he's the explosion, the explosiveness that we need, uh, especially in the kick return game on special teams. Something that's going to give our offense a better chance of getting the ball uh, into the end zone. And he he made the play, seventy five yards, uh, got us in there. Seventy four, I think it was exactly, get us deep into San Francisco territory. And that's where the other, you know, that's where the bear down candidate was being too conservative with Fox and Gase instead of trying to take some shots because we had two we had two timeouts uh, going into that final drive. We had two timeouts and um, we didn't really take any shots. We ran the football. Uh, we were more concerned with eating up the clock and kicking the field goal than we were with going for the jugular. Um, you know, and I kind of mentioned that last week against uh, Green Bay where instead of playing to win, we're playing not to lose, and we gave the ball back to Green Bay uh, with time for them to drive down to the length of the field and had to have a goal line stand basically to essentially uh, to, to clear off the uh, victory last week. And, you know, instead of uh, playing to win, we're playing not to lose. We're trying to drain the clock, not to give San Francisco any more opportunities with the ball before the end of the game and miss the field goal once again that would have won it for us. So, you know, not being aggressive there at the end, which has kind of been Fox's M.O. of being aggressive, of, of going after it. You know, the, the fourth down play uh, against the um, against the, the, the Broncos a couple weeks ago that everybody condemned him for that I absolutely thought was the absolute right call uh, at the time. You absolutely go for the go for the touchdown there. Screw trying to kick a field goal. But uh, instead, you know, he he plays it safe this time. Goes for the field goal, we miss the field goal, and ah, there you go. So, anyway, not going to give him a bear down for that, but, um, you know, he's deserving of one. Just not going to pull the trigger on it. But Deontay Thompson's kick return put us in the position to at least have a chance. Uh, didn't have to, with an offense that had been struggling to get things going, uh, you know, to get a rhythm going and whatnot. Uh, didn't have to drive the length of the field. Instead, they were able to uh, – you know, make it happen. Uh, you know, they had the short field to work with and really only had to get maybe one first down or something like that to get into comfortable field goal range. And uh, Robbie Robbie Gold, who is definitely a bear down winner uh, this week, was not able to close the game out for us. So anyway, hopefully we see some more plays like that from Thompson. Uh, the guy really looks like he's just one block away from uh, from breaking one open which could be huge in the games that we have ahead of us in Washington and Minnesota and Tampa Bay and Detroit. These last four games are going to be big, not so much for the, for the Bears' playoff chances, but just you know, the, the, the feeling and, and the mood of the team going into the offseason. These last four games are going to be critical. we got two at home and two on the road. We'll see how those all finish out for us. So that is going to do it for the Week 13 review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Be sure and pay attention to the Chicago Bears Review Facebook page or the Twitter feed because I'll put the announcement on Twitter as well. Basically, I'll be linking the Facebook page 
uh, to go back to it for the contest, when it's going to officially begin, how you can earn points, what the point totals will be, and so on and so forth. I'm going to work that out with myself here uh, before uh, before we get that started, before I make the official announcement on the Chicago Bears Review page, showing the posters off and, and whatnot. Uh, so keep your eyes open for that, and let's get this, uh, this contest started, see who our winners are going to be, who's going to earn the posters, uh, and so on. And then come back on Thursday when we'll hopefully have Mike Harrar from hogshaven.com on SB Nation to preview Bears-Redskins going into week number 14. So until then, my name is Larry D, and this has been the Chicago Bears Review.